0: Ready
1: for this? You ready? All right, let's do it. Ah, oh, yeah.
2: Welcome to Envision Broadcasting, the station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. Presents Thrive Talk with TKT, a show that shares the stories and experiences of motherhood entrepreneurship, leadership, and success. Thrive Talk with TKT begins now.
1: Hello world, you are listening to Thrive Talk with TKT. My name is Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley. I am the founder of Bossed Up Lead Hers, and I have with me,
3: Hello, everybody. I am Coach K. I am the COO of Bossed Up Lead Hers.
0: And this is Tiffany Myers, the CFO of Bossed Up Lead Hers.
1: And we have a special guest with us, and I am not going to to tear up your name. (laughs) It is Lydia. How do you pronounce your last name? Lukic. Lukic. Yeah, (laughs) you got it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, We are happy that you decided to join us tonight. Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself.
4: Thank you, ladies. Tracy, Tiffany, Karen. I'm so honored to be on your show. So my name is Lydia Lukic, and I'm known as the Limitless Mindset Coach. And what I do is I help high-achieving entrepreneurs dominate their field, gain laser focus, and turn fear into power with my 90 days to decision coaching program. However, my story wasn't always like this. So professionally, I started in the corporate world. So I've been a leader and a coach for 12 years. And then one day, my life got turned upside down. So my director pulled me aside and he said, Lydia, due to company restructure, you no longer have a job and I have to lay you off. And it was such a shock to me. And there's more to the story. On top of that, and nobody knew this except me and my mother and my ex-husband at that time, I was going through a divorce. So you can only imagine how I was feeling. I lost my career of 12 years, everything I knew, I was a successful leader and everyone knew who I was. And at the same time, the marriage that I worked so hard on and thought this would never happen, a divorce, you know, you do what you can as a wife, as a daughter to have your family together and um that all shattered in one day and what i really did was i just took a pause because usually i'm very i'm eastern european i'm very active just want to get into action get things done and i really believe that everything in life teaches you something and i really took this moment to sit back and realize what what is happening right now what's this trying to teach me And what ended up happening is in the last two years, because this was just recent, it was uh, December 2018 when this happened, Um, I rediscovered who I was. And through the help of my mentors and coaches, I really took massive action and that's where the change was. And I recognized that the piece of the puzzle that was missing for me and why I had all my insecurities and was scared and lived in fear was exactly because of that. I wanted approval from other people, I wanted others to like me, and I always second-guess myself. And today, I am so empowered, and it's my mission, this is a movement, it's bigger than me, my business is limitless with Lydia, and I want to empower other like-minded entrepreneurs to tap and utilize their greatness. Because we're so unique, all of us, and we tend to lose that drive, that's light inside of us due to labels or experiences that other put on us. Right. And once you rediscover who you are and tap into that, it's, it's life changing. And that's what I've done for myself. And now that's what I do with my clients online. So that's a little bit about my story.
1: Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a question because a lot of your story, um, mirrors some of ours. So Mm -hmm. what, was the internal change in you that made you become this light in a situation that was so dim?
4: For sure. No, that's a great question. So Tracy, it was, I actually, this was really hard to admit to myself, um, but you really have to turn that mirror around and look at yourself deep inside, all of you, the light and the dark. And what I actually recognized is I didn't love myself. And this entire time, I've always been a happy, positive person. You can ask anybody that knows me. However, like I said, it was inside turmoil that I was dealing with. And on the outside, I had this mask and everyone thought everything is fine, where I knew I had all my insecurities. So what it really was is I didn't have boundaries for myself. I always did everything for everyone, anytime Lydia's available. And that really took away my power and drained my energy and what I what really made the biggest difference is creating healthy routines and habits for myself. So creating those boundaries, really reframing my daily thoughts, started making more decisions and taking action. In the past, I would just overthink everything and I would just be in my head all the time. And then what that does is it creates more fear. It creates more anxiety. And once I started taking control of my actions and my decisions, that's where all of the changes started happening in a positive way. Because the more action I took, the more confident I became, the more I learned. And throughout that journey of learning, especially in the entrepreneurial world, um, I learned other things where I can adjust my approach and keep moving. And that's really the true key ingredient, I feel. You just have to keep moving forward because life happens. Whatever happens, happens. It's happening. You can't change it. But what I really learned is you need to live in the present, not in the past, not in the future. The only moment we have is right now. And that's what you have control over. And that's what I started doing. And that really helped me tap into myself and start succeeding in life finally and being who I am.
1: So was it like something that was a life-changing experience? Was it a divorce or was it just like, okay, you just woke up one day and it's like, okay, I have to make a change.
4: (laughs) It was, well, I'll share a little bit more of the personal story. It was a lot of things. So my mother is a single mom. okay? Okay. So, um, we both were in a domestically abusive home so my father was very controlling and abusive because i have to give you the history so you understand kind of what was happening Mm -hmm. in my brain and my thought process so i grew up as a child in this tension right and that fear right and then i carried that into adulthood and then in my professional world i always wanted everything to be perfect for things to be a certain way and i drove great results i had great team worked with a lot of amazing members that taught me a lot but like I said, it's more about not overthinking things and putting in action. That's really what it was, Tracy, right? Like making a decision, not like, should I do this? Should I that? What if that person thinks this? What if they say that? Like, who cares? Because end of day, it's your life. And unfortunately, it's only in the moment of, God forbid, illness or when someone passes away that we pause for a moment and we're like, oh yeah, you know, you should live in the moment. You should be present. But why do we need like a new year and a new beginning? Every new day is a new beginning. If you wake up alive, <laughs> you should be grateful. <laughs> so another thing that I practice daily is gratitude, you know, and that really helped me especially through COVID because I mean it shook all of our worlds and it really made me tap into who I am, right? Like it it gave me that time to really self-reflect. And what you were asking me, well, it wasn't the divorce or the layoff. That was a life-changing moment. But it made me pause because my life was good. It wasn't bad, right? But there were certain things, like I said, that that I allowed, like a toxic relationship, et cetera, et cetera. And I settled in life. But that's on me. So it's building those boundaries and routines for yourself that you learn self-love. And self-love is self-respect. And that leads to confidence. That leads to you respecting and knowing who you are and not allowing others to put labels on you. Because what I learned is everyone has an opinion, and that is okay. We're all entitled to it. But that doesn't mean that that person's opinion defines who you are. So once you truly tap into who you are, that's where the true power is. So now um, my core values are dedicated, fierce, and unapologetically authentic. And I love it. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I love it. You know, and people can see the energy. And I always had this but I was so scared. And I was like, what the heck was I scared for? (laughs) I wish I did this earlier, right? But um, that's why this is such a mission of mine because I found so much power in this and I see how life-changing it is once you are really yourself. And a lot of people, it's hard for them, but you know what? That's why coaches and mentors exist. I couldn't have done it on my own either. Um, They really tap into your, I call them blind spots. And then once you discover that, you're ready to go like a rocket.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are a coach with a coach. And that's why you say <laughs> yeah. if you if you are you have a coach who doesn't have a coach, they do not believe in coaching. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes. You definitely need that mentorship because yeah. I mean there are a lot of things we don't know. We forget, like I said, all mm-hmm. the experiences and things shape us into certain things. And then we kind of that part of us falls asleep. It's somewhere deep in there. And someone needs to kind of shake you and wake it up. <laughs>
3: So, yeah, hmm. it, it's wow. I'm just sitting like, okay, so I know you, you mentioned you had a lot of past experiences that, you know, um, that got you to this point and you mentioned about your present. Um, I, I tend to tell people to learn how to mourn your past, but mm-hmm. accept your experiences without mm-hmm. judgment, mm-hmm. you know, so it's good to, um, to, to get that mindset to where you can accept where you've been, in
5: mm-hmm. order to
3: move forward in life. So um, yeah. So and 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 with that being said, in um, <laughs> um, your coaching, um, what really is pushing you toward towards higher?
4: In my coaching or me personally? Um, you personally. Me personally, like I said, um, once I recognized, because before my thought process was the fear that I had was like, what are people going to think of me, me, me? And that's where you become selfish because it's not about me. It's about the impact I want to make. So that's what really fuels me and keeps me going and pushes me, you know, on, on the tough days or when I'm having challenges. Because when, again, it's that state of gratitude, but it's also what you're giving back. So when I see my clients have that aha moment on the screen, because it's the virtual world now, it's priceless. I can't even explain it to anyone. So what keeps me going, Karen, it's, it's that movement. Like I said, it's bigger than me. So it's no longer about what anybody thinks or how they're going. I know what my mission is. I know what my intentions are. I know what I'm capable of giving other people. And it's that impact, because like, imagine all of us as one, that's how I see it. And that's the powerhouse, like all of us united, because united, we're stronger, but you need tools, right? And I, as a coach, I don't teach you anything new. I don't teach you anything you've never heard of in your life. You know, I, I just uncover what you're missing or what you forgot about. And then I get you to build, you know, healthy habits and routines, focus and execute and go. And then all of us with our unique skills, that's how I see it. It's this powerful movement. And then everyone's giving back to our world, not just the community, right, in their own way. And that's what keeps me fueled and going. It's its bigger than me. <laughs> it's like the fire that just keeps burning. So that's what really fuels me.
3: You got me over here excited because, you know, it is that it does push you towards, you know, your goals when you see in your clients happy. You know, you see their potential. You, you yes. Get- want them to see that potential and when you see Mm -hmm. them seeing that and moving forward it does something to you yes you know so
4: and often i get told like lydia you believed in me and that's what got me started like you believed in me and you saw it and then they felt more confident with proceeding further and you know and i think to myself because the people i quote are amazing phenomenal individuals and and I always remember myself, too, because people say, Lydia, you're great. You're good looking. You're this, you're that. But I, I remember the old me like I just thought in myself, I'm like, well, yeah, you think that. But in my head, I didn't believe it. Right. And um, and it really changed with my mentorship and all the tools I've learned. And once you start believing in yourself, that's where the power is, because then you're not phased, because you know who you are. And, um, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I've never been happier. (laughs) It's just amazing.
1: Yes, it is bleeding through, but we're going to take a quick break and we come back. I want to talk about, you know, the habits that you have personally Mm -hmm. that helped you in your life. We'll be right back at this quick break.
5: Have you ever experienced uncertainty, always worrying about things out of your control and found yourself in a sunken place with no outlet? Was there a time where your thoughts were going a mile a minute and would not shut off? You constantly hit dead ends looking for a remedy to reduce or eliminate stress. That is where Preeminent Life Solutions comes in, they provide individualized healthy coping techniques and strategies to reduce and deal with the stressors and that overwhelming feeling of weariness and self-doubt. Coach K is results-driven and her unique techniques gives you a clearer vision and the ability to pay attention to the current moment. You can contact Coach K at www.flow.page slash coach K.
0: Ever thought of starting a business or improving its growth? Get the step-by-step business coaching you need to help you start building and stop delaying in just five days. Visit lpa.com dot passion getaways LLC.com, or search life passion academy via social media platforms you'll find free resources to jumpstart your business or side hustle today
1: we are back we are here with miss lydia so what are some of your habits that have helped you along your journey
4: I'll share a few. I'll share one that's so simple and anyone can do it. Um, making your bed each morning. And I'm pretty sure you heard of that. And everyone's like, okay, so what? That was me too when I, I was told I was like, yeah, whatever. But if you really think about it, because it's your daily attitude, how you set up your day for yourself, not others, because you have to fill your cup first, right? In order to be able to give to your family, to your business, whatever it may be, right? And I learned this because I drained my energy all the time because I didn't have set routines in place, right? So making your bed, first of all, it's the first win of your day. It's like a check mark, right? And I do different affirmations, and I do daily gratitude. Mm. And the importance behind this is, and it's not always repeating everything like a broken record, like thank you, God, for this, this, this. It's thinking of a different thing each day that you're grateful for. And the reason is this really gets you to reflect on your life. And like I said earlier, it gets me personally to be in the present because nowadays the world is so busy. There are so many distractions from our phone, Internet, email, TV, Netflix, you name it. Right. Plus like family and other you know duties that you have. Yes. Um, but if you really start thinking about what you're grateful for each day, daily, not monthly, not weekly, not yearly, right? Um, not when you need it. Um, it really... Uh, reframes your mindset right because it lets you know like for example I'm like thank you I'm grateful for the air that I breathe and you know you don't think of that because it's automatic but there's someone who wishes you know they had your health or something right Mm -hmm. so that's why daily gratitude is so important that's another key one and another one that I want to highlight I have a lot of them will be like an ongoing (laughs) show (laughs) but I'm just (laughs) highlighting key ones another one is writing out daily goals and wins of the day So in the morning, I always write out my goals and they're not because people, you know, sometimes are like my three month goal, my stretch, this, that, but even little goals, because those are mini wins, right? Throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And then in the evening, I write down like one to three wins of the day. And it can be as simple as like, I drank enough water for the day, right? So any win that's helping you personally or professionally. And then this way, you're subconsciously because our subconscious is stronger right than our conscious so you're reframing your mindset without knowing Mm -hmm. and once you start doing this daily it becomes a habit healthy habits are key right and then you're reframing your mindset instead of going like oh my god i'm driving oh now i spilled my coffee oh you know you're starting on a Mm -hmm. negative note but if you do your gratitude your affirmations you make your bed and similar and write out your goals you're more focused on that than the negative so that way, mm-hmm. if something doesn't go your way throughout the day, you're more calm about handling the situation because you've prepared mm-hmm. yourself mentally for the day wow. and you set yourself up for success. That's what I do, anyways. So, okay. Wow. That's great. I know
1: it, you yes. know, we all hear about it takes 21 days to form a habit, change your habits, yeah. but it takes 100 days to change your lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. doing that daily, it's like, yes, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be doing it automatically and not even realize you're doing it. Exactly. And if you're missing it, you're like, oh my goodness, I gotta go in there and do this. 100 <laughs> And the making your bed thing is like, that's me. I'm like, oh my goodness, I gotta make this bed up. And if my husband's still in the bed, I'd be like, is he gonna make the bed up when he gets up?
4: <laughs> no, and then it's nice at night too. You know, you, you go in bed and it's so nice and clean. You're just ready for yeah. your beautiful sleep. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy
1: because even before I go to bed, or when it's like, I would say within an hour of me going to bed, I have to go in there, turn the bed down, turn the lamps on. <laughs> so yeah. when I go back in there, it's like the scenery is just so relaxing to me. <laughs>
4: yeah. You gotta set up the atmosphere. Right? Yes. <laughs> Love it.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, I have another question though. It, how important is emotional intelligence in your coaching? Because I know in mindset, you mentioned a lot about mindset,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot about self-love. Mm-hmm. Do you incorporate emotional intelligence?
4: Yes, of course. Um, and and another thing I want to mention is emotional control is so important mm-hmm. and control. And I actually talked about this on Facebook Live because people often think coaches, mindset coaches, any, anyone in this kind of business that we're just, you know, 24 seven like this. Hey, happy day. Hello, everyone. You know, (laughs) it's impossible. (laughs) Exactly, We're just like perfect. And every day is a beautiful day. So let's not confuse being positive. Like I said, it is about setting yourself up for success Mm -hmm. in your daily attitude, which is set up by your routines. However, emotions, we all have them and emotions are triggered by different events, experiences. It could be a smell, a sound, someone says a word, right? I call it a trigger, right? But it's really about controlling the emotion because me in the past, and I'm speaking from experience, mm-hmm. I had trouble with this. Emotions would overpower me. But again, I didn't have those routines, habits. And um, when an emotion would hit, it would just consume me. Right. And once you're consumed, it's kind of hard to get out of it. So, um, I do talk a lot about emotional intelligence because once you learn to control it and what I find the best, simplest way to control it is because once you're emotional, just do something physical to get out of it. So, because Mm -hmm. if you just go for a run or a walk or just, I don't know, do 10 jumping jacks, just kick your brain out of that emotion, right? That'll help you just switch from emotional to something else. That's a quick exercise. (laughs) However sometimes there are emotions that are harder you can not just let's just say you're really sad about something that happened and you're bawling you're crying your eyes out that's a little bit different right because it's yeah. something more powerful and it's more stronger emotion so what i usually teach i'm going to give you a nugget here because the <laughs> ladies are special in your audience so what i really teach is you really have to absorb the emotion because if you just go, no, 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 I'm not going to think about it. Just let's do something. And you're just bottling feelings up. Mm-hmm. And that's actually very toxic for you. So when you bottle it up, it's either going to end up in an illness or something long term, or you're going to explode and do something maybe that's undesired or not really what you wanted to do. Because you'll just explode like a bomb because it's so bottled up and it's just going to explode. Yeah. It point by a trigger. So you really want to process the emotion. So what I teach my clients is give yourself a date, like an expiry date. So what I do, for example, if I'm in a mood where I'm sad and crying or whatever, I'm like, okay, Lydia, tonight or today or two days, you have cried out, do whatever you need to do to process the emotion and then get over it. Because that way you're still in control, right? Yes. So you're giving yourself time to process it, right? Mm -hmm. And then once you're done, you just move on and keep taking action, doing what you need to do with your life. Right. But it it depends. So those are the two things. If you need something quick, just do an activity, something physical to take your mind and your state of emotion to something else because you're physically switching it up. But if it's something heavier and you really just can't get out of it then I would just say, give yourself a date. And everyone's different. I don't tell people what to do. I give you the tools. You know best what works for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone might need a week. Someone needs like a few hours. Whatever it is for you, just do it. Because I really feel processing your emotions and letting them pass is really important, not bottling them up. So definitely, that's an important one. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I so agree to that. Because bottling your emotions is also, it can be toxic. Yes. Because it's like a Pepsi body shaking it up and wanting to open <laughs> it, it explodes. So you have to yeah, take that. care of that before mm-hmm. it gets to that point. And, um, yeah, I want to talk about um, coaching. You know, and you have to be selective in your coaching because you have to. It's about chemistry, mm-hmm. not only with the coach and their clients, but the clients and the coach. So, you know, um, I, I talked to some coaches and they have some kind of um problems you know with people trusting them or gaining clients and i try to explain to them it's about in order to gain trust you have to be authentic and you have to be open as well because people select coaches that has gone through the trenches and now is in the valley so Mm -hmm. they want to have that coach you know, to that they know that has gone through this. So now I know they can help me through it. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you tell um, people that's listening that is looking for a coach to coach them and guide them? Um, So what would you tell them or how would you explain to them what to look for?
4: No, I agree with you, Karen, 100%. It definitely needs to be the right fit. So what I would say is 100%, like I said, my core value is unapologetically authentic. So what I do is you always want to make sure you're the right fit, because you want to provide value. But at the same time, you want to discover if that person is really committed and and wants to do the work. And what I do is the best way is to set up a strategy call. So for example, for me, on my website, I have a 15 minute free call, anyone can book a call. And we have a 15 minute strategy session. And this is really a discovery phase, like what do you need? What are you looking for? And it's that quick chat, to get to know each other, right? Because that's really important. Everyone's different. Everyone's coaching style is different. So this is where I let others know, and this is what I would recommend to any coach. Be yourself, be authentic. And don't, I know, I don't know how this is going to come across, but don't be desperate, right? Because a lot of times uh, people are struggling. For example, it's a new business. And I had the same challenge. When you start, you want to get clients. But always know who you are because you will attract what you are looking for um, if you're always looking for that need and just to get clients or just to get money uh, don't show that because energy attracts energy right so really when you set up those discovery calls you really have that time to connect and then if that call goes well I have another longer strategy session that I set up and this is really where we deep dive into their needs like what specifically are they looking for Um, from the coach. And that's where we decide if we're going to proceed or not. So that's what I would recommend. Be your authentic self. Set clear expectations because people are not mind readers. Um, They're not psychic. They can't read your mind. Don't make assumptions. And really ask a lot of questions, right? Really understand that individual and what they're looking for. And if you're the right fit, you'll see what the answers are and then go from there.
3: Okay, and I know in the beginning we talked about coaches need coaching too Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it is so important it is Um, and a lot of coaches may not see that you know just like therapists they need to be you know they need a therapist when they get finished with their clients you know Mm -hmm. Um, so what would you tell them um, a coach that is struggling with accepting or acknowledging that they need help too you need to evolve you know and you can't evolve without help
6: Mm -hmm. so what
3: what is your advice to coaches that are um heck bent on not getting help themselves
4: my advice you're gonna have a struggle (laughs) you're gonna have challenges more than you thought um but at the same time, well, I keep it 100, it's a fact. So, if you can't have accountability towards yourself and what you need, then I would recommend maybe self reflecting a little bit more and working on yourself because we all need to learn. But the funny fact is, most of the time, it's actually unlearning our habits <laughs> or the things. If you think about it, it's not learning something new, it's unlearning. An unhealthy pattern or something we're doing that's actually not working so what I would say listen like you can't change anybody if someone doesn't want to get help hey uh, to each their own right but I highly recommend that working on yourself and evolving will just keep growing and for myself even with my clients I always learn something new because even through coaching yeah. you're always learning something and that's what I tell people Everyone has something to offer, no matter what, because everyone has an experience and a story. And we as humans, we judge, you know, you see something, you make an opinion about it. It's natural behavior. However, when you ask those questions and you're curious, that's where the true power is and you can always learn. So it depends. I would recommend evolving and learning and having a mentor yourself. But like I said, if someone doesn't want it, it's their life. It's their decision. We're all adults. So you do what works best for you. But from personal experience, I believe it would be you would just have more challenges and maybe more pushback from people because you're being stubborn in a way.
2: Wow. That's good
0: insight. Like, seriously. (laughs) 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 Um, So I've been holding on questions and and. My team knows that usually I'm sitting there pondering, pondering, pondering before I speak out. Um, So my thing would be like when you're having and you spoke about the questions um, during the interview that you have, what would be like, I'm just going to keep it short, one to three of your questions that you would pretty much ask someone while you're doing your consultation?
4: Well, the first one is um, what what made you, you know, contact me? Like, why? Why me? right? Because I really want to see what are they just like curious to learn? Because some people just want to chat more with you. It's not really that they want coaching. So I really want to understand what prompted them to talk to me. Because that gives me an insight of you know, their traits, their character, what they're looking for in a coach. And I often ask them as well, um, have they been mentored or coached before and with who and for how long, because we all come from different backgrounds and experiences. So if it's someone newer than I kind of know as a coach where I'm beginning, like from scratch, you know, or if it's someone who's already done mentorship, we again, if we go to the second strategy session, if it's the right fit, then we deep dive into what specifically they want to focus on. And then I just ask them another question, like, what's holding you back right now? Like, what do you find your biggest struggles or challenges are at the moment? So those are kind of the key three questions. And that gives me a really good insight on what they're looking for, what they're like, what they need, why they contacted me, what prompted them and what they're going through in their life at this very moment. And then we go from there.
0: Very good. Very good. Um, my next question for you would be through your 90 days um, to decision making your mm-hmm. coaching program. Yeah. Say someone goes through the 90 days and they need to extend or, you know, maybe they do fine and then boom, another year hits and something else like throws them off whack. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a, a another program where you can extend Um, that coaching or usually if they stick with you 90 days pretty much you and that person stay in contact thereafter
4: yeah so no I'm no I'm open to customizing it so far like I said because it's newer like it's been that and I post a lot of valuable content on my YouTube channel and social media as well um, I'm actually looking to build a course as well. That's coming soon. I don't want to talk too much about it because it's not finalized yet, but that that way I can get more people on specific topics that they talk about. So that's a really good question, Tiffany. So if someone reached out to me, I haven't gotten that request yet, but if they reach out that they want to work on something specific, I'm more than happy to customize a program and then we can discuss more details of that. But um, but for now, what I want to do is um, I want to build a course on this specific topic because I get asked about it a lot. So instead of like not everyone needs that 90 days, like you said. So this way I can touch all those people and have them go through the course that's much quicker than three months. And then they can get started on their way.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Do you provide like online assessments or would you prefer someone over to like an online assessment that... um? And I can't think of one. I had one in my head and I can't think of it now where they basically determine what personality type. I know Tracy does like the DISC program um, mm-hmm. that she offers. Do you offer anything like that or?
4: No, I personally don't. So um, for me, I really and this is just a personal choice. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I just connect with them one on one and I really have other uh, like more specific questions that we really deep dive into in the 45 minute session. So that really gives me a good assessment of what they need. And like I said, if they wanted to customize something, it would be a one-on-one conversation. Um, because sometimes the only reason I say that, because I know I did that in the corporate world, but sometimes when people write things out on the form, whatever, and they put, and then sometimes something is not clear and then you're like, they mean this, they mean that. So that's why I've, I didn't apply that method. Um, And like I said, it's personal choice, whatever works for everyone. For me, I I like to have the one-on-one conversation. And if they have a question I need to elaborate on to give them more clarity, it's easier to explain and vice versa, I can ask them to clarify if I have any additional questions.
1: Okay, with that, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. I wanna talk about joy and happiness, like what it means to you.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I remember a time when I thought that leadership was taking charge and only a position sometimes as leaders, we feel that we must boss people around. Or we simply believe that we must be in a position of authority to be a leader. Have you ever felt like either of these? Are you a person who wants to lead better or in a leadership position and want to grow your team? If this is you, reach out to the Leaders Innovative Growth Solutions LLC today. Visit our website at Theligsllc.com.
6: Dr. Lashley is an expert team culture strategist who educates leaders on techniques to harmonize family and work life, while developing dynamic and productive teams. After being raised underprivileged becoming a single mother of two, Dr. Lashley married an army soldier who deployed to Afghanistan, Iraq, and Korea 11 times during his 20 years of service. She was forced to raise three of five children essentially alone. As a working mother and college student for 10 years, she had to find a sense of balance while juggling her children's activities and not losing herself in the process. She now helps working mothers and women in leadership positions harmonize their life while creating dynamic and productive teams at home and work. Are you ready for Dr. Lashley to elevate your teams at work and home? If so, contact her today by sending an email to info at D-R-T-R-A-C-I-E-L-A-S-H-L-E-Y.com or by going to her website at drtracylashly.info.
1: We are back. We are here with Miss Lydia. So, you know, you are a very happy person. I can see that. You've been smiling since you popped on camera. <laughs> So, you know, we know that joy comes from within ourselves and happiness is external. So what would you say to people about finding their joy? And do you have a do you have it where people are saying to you that, you know, they're not happy, they don't have joy or even use them interchangeably?
6: Yeah.
4: So happiness comes from within. Right. You create your happiness. However, often we think the grass is greener on the other side, especially social media and everything you're scrolling. You're like, oh, look at that happy family. Look at that car. Look at that house. Yes. Yes. Outside factors. I get it. However, if you took all of that away, think about, and this is a question for the audience, everyone. Think about what truly makes you happy. Like you. Not Not things or anything. And I'm not saying things are bad. Pardon me. Money is great because money gives you the power to execute and make an impact and all of that. But I'm just saying happiness really comes within. And for me, it's, again, living in that present moment. Like just seeing my mother and my dog makes my day. I love them. I love the energy and, and I love helping other people. So through what I'm doing in my business, like I said, when I see that aha moment and when I see I'm creating a positive change in someone, that's priceless. So that's what makes me happy. But to really be that open and authentic with yourself, you have to really think about what are you lying to yourself about? That's a question. And it's not a question you answer in two seconds or just right now. You can't just think of, oh, what am I lying to Something you really want to reflect on, and this is what I want to ask everybody, is like think about what's a lie you're telling yourself right now. Think about it. So um, for me, like I said, for the longest time, I wanted to please everyone, and I had this mask on. But when I discovered my power and my authentic self, it's so liberating, and that's where the happiness comes from. When you know who you are, and... You don't drain your energy because wearing that mask and pretending to be someone you're not is so draining. And that's what takes the happiness away. Um, so that's what I would really say. Think about who you are, what truly makes you happy. Things, people, doing something. Because if you think about us children, we're so careless and free and fun. Like we, we're just so free. And I always tell everyone, tap into your inner child. Like remember something where you're very excited about, a memory that strikes you, Right. What was that moment like? How did it feel? What did it do for you? Now, why did that change? Why is that different now? Right? And you'll discover the answer. Everyone has it. But um, that's where I come with happiness and where it comes because it's within. But you have to kind of ask yourself a few questions and be honest with yourself. That's but,
1: the you know, in... I was talking, um, cause I, I love clubhouse. I've been on clubhouse all oh, yeah, the, time, I just the day. Oh, <laughs> so I was in deep conversation and it is so is, it is crazy how well, some of the rooms are, you know, rooms I would never go in, mm. but they're rooms that are just talking about joy. Just talking about happiness in yeah. their extensive conversations. And it's just mind boggling to where people can really be in a deep thought about this stuff. And one question for me before, um, and I think it was like right after Christmas, they asked, you know, when was the last time I was um, happy? What made me happy and what, you know, made me joyful. So, and, and I talked about being home alone on Christmas, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, kids are grown, you know, grandkids are with their, you know, their parents and my husband goes to work. But what made me truly happy wasn't he I had my gifts and I, and I called the grandkids and I was like, I got to see them. I'm like, man, I get to see them open up their gifts, <laughs> you know, and, it, you know, and I was truly happy. But. I was I had joy from within, I was joyful because I'm like, wow. I have nothing to to worry about, nothing to complain about. It's like, Mm -hmm. I know who I am. I have that inner peace and satisfaction. Yes. And I was, I was like, man, and it just, it just drove me to even deeper thought, deeper conversations about this joy and happiness thing. And and it's all within emotional intelligence as well. So, and I'm like, man, people can really sit here and talk about this for hours. yeah, Hours. And, and I believe had I not had joy. My Christmas would have probably been ruined, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. I could have gone into a place to where I was sad. you know, I talked to my sister, my mom, and all them, but yeah, it just wasn't the same this year.
5: <laughs>
1: I yeah. saw Karen going, you know, she was about to unmute herself. Go ahead, Karen. <laughs> I, have,
3: I have to like I have a few things to say. First of all, I don't have the little clubhouse. What you guys are talking
4: about
1: is not little; it's big.
4: <laughs> just joined, like, about it. I was like, oh no, I have Android, yeah. But I'm not, so yeah. yeah, yeah, you have
0: to team iPhone for that. So <laughs> I'm I up great
3: pages. You <laughs> and, and yeah. the second thing, you know, um she kicked her grandkids out of her house, so don't, I get out of here, so I can be walking around in my robe you know, and stuff. Um, and you know, we were talking about, you know, joy and happiness and everything. And you know, everybody, I used to walk around, um, sometimes not smiling, but I spoke to everybody, you know, so people would always say, well, why don't you smile, you know? And I'm like, I'm smelling the inside
4: mm-hmm. you know?
3: and I just keep it moving. Um, so, and, and I had a, um, a person, one day, I've always see them smiling. I'm like, why are they smiling all the time? Like, gosh, didn't somebody just cuss her out? <laughs> smiling, like you're not gonna say nothing. No, so, so it took me a long time. I'm like, God, you know, why don't why don't I smile? Why don't you give me that? You know, because I want to feel that too. You know, so once I did have that talk with God, you know, um, I was I was going through some things, and you know, I was speaking to Him, and what I say normally. Um, when you're praying, you're speaking to God. When you're meditating, you're listening to him. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of meditation. And um, and he has to tell me to like shut up because I talk a lot. Okay.
1: Yes, and she I'm does.
3: Stubborn. Yes. And I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, you know, if I have something to say, I want you to listen, you know. Um, you know, so he has to tell me just to shut up. Just I'm sorry. But once I did mm-hmm. listen and he said smile through it. I'm like, huh? What do you mean? So once I, you know, again shut up and like listen to, this, you know, what he was trying to tell me, explain to me. That's what I started doing. When I went through some things, I just smiled, and so much weight was lifted off of me, you know. And the pain, everything I was going through, it released. The sadness went away just by smiling. You know, and that's just like, you know, I just want to say something pertaining to that. We used like, I was talking about, you know, joy and, 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 and happiness and stuff like that. And people don't realize that it took me years, you know, cause I'm like 20. So it took me like
1: almost 50 90. years. It took her to figure this out <laughs>
3: so to get That concept. So um, if you have clients that or going through some things that do not see an outlet or that has a hard time trying to smile, um, what, what advice do you give them or um, how do you, you know, um, get through to them? Or what are your
4: steps? It's usually, like I said, we all have some type of label put on us. So it's true, I can't put it in one sentence because it's a whole thing that I do in coaching, but it's really discovering who you are So one part of that exercise is removing those labels because the reason you are feeling sad, not liked, not happy, uh, feeling that you're not good enough, that you don't belong, all those things that uh, block you from smiling or limit you from smiling, those are the reasons. So once we discover that root cause, then you know why. That's why I was saying earlier, what are you lying to yourself about? because you're not being honest with yourself and that's okay. Sometimes it takes years, but hey, it's better to be self-aware and recognize it and finally tap into your happiness than never to do it. Right. Sometimes everyone has a different time. Happy. <laughs>
1: Sometimes we lie about being happy, <laughs> yeah.
4: but you know, everything, everyone has a different time. Everyone learns differently. Yeah. Everyone develops differently and that's okay. You know, and what I really focus on to shift that mindset is, how do you speak to yourself daily? Like, is your process when you're learning something new or trying something new, do you say, oh, what if I fail? Is that your first thought? Yeah. Or do you go, oh, what if I learn or what if I succeed? It's a very big shift in your yeah. mindset, right? So that's also what can make you happy because if you're always thinking you're scared and you're going to fail, I mean, you're not going to be smiling a lot or be happy, yeah. right? <laughs> but if you're reframing your mindset and it takes practice, yeah, that's where you build that. T- mental toughness yeah. muscle
1: love it
0: yeah, I would say i've um, run into a lot of people that they have you know like you said they're they're hiding on the inside, and sometimes it can come from not just you know trying to please everybody but families or you know friends sometimes you're doing things um, specifically for your spouse and you're not finding what it is that you need so it's kind of like a people pleaser and i've had to have discussions very hard discussions um Mm -hmm. even to my kids (laughs) to say even if it's something that you know me being from a small town being closed-minded for a very very long time um to just come out and say like it's your life you have to learn how to live with you I am not you. So having that self identification, I think is always key for someone to, you know, truly be happy. So, you know, the gratitude, I think that's going to take people a long way. Um, creating those habits. My thing is open up the windows, let some light shine in um, mm-hmm. because that kicks my day off um, mm-hmm. when I'm tired and I'm just like, I, you know how they say, you get out of the bed and you're just on the wrong side. So <laughs> yeah. I have actually laid back down and said, let me try this again. And then I get up with a smile the, the time I get up. So I just want to commend you for, you know, helping people realize their potential, um, whether it's entrepreneurs or, you know, individuals, because of a lot of people, and like you said earlier, in the times of COVID, they need that. Yeah.
1: So thank you.
4: Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Now, I want to know, just tell the audience who it is that you serve, what problems you help them solve, and how they can reach you.
4: Yeah, for sure. So like I said, I, I help you gain focus and clarity. A lot of what we do in the start is discovering who you are and knowing who you are because I believe that's the foundation of everything because if you're living your life with a mask, we're not going to get anywhere. So that's step fun. And again, it's all about building those healthy routines and habits for yourself and how you speak to yourself daily so that's what I do because uh, as an end result that's really what you need whether it's personally or professionally to get you to the next level right and what I just want to say to everyone is there are no limits only the ones we create and everything you need is within you that's my quote. that's why my business is limitless with Lydia because we build up the walls nobody else does now, if we play the victim or blame others, that's on us. But once you really turn that mirror around and take ownership, your life will change. And that's why I step in. I uncover the blind spots. <laughs> and um, people can go to my website. I actually, speaking of all the routines and habits, I actually have a free gift if they sign up at meetlydia.com. Lydia, if you sign up, it's a set of routines that I do daily that help me succeed. So if anyone wants to download that, it's a PDF file, simple and start incorporating that into your daily routines and making it a habit, it's a game changer. And then social media, so Instagram, Facebook, YouTube channel, All Limitless with Lydia, that's how you can reach me, and I'd be happy to connect with anyone if they have further questions or wanna work with me.
1: Wow, that's awesome.
4: I'm
1: about to go out there and get that download.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm on there smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you are.
1: Oh, man, I have really enjoyed the conversation. And man, I can see us, you know, working together, collabing or doing something.
4: <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all for empowerment. And I really <laughs> appreciate you ladies for having me on. I'm so honored and happy yes. because I love what you do too with your community <laughs> and everything you're building. It's, it's amazing. So I really, Thank really you. appreciate it. And the time, I know time is money. So I'm very <laughs> grateful for being here.
1: Karen, Tiffany, you have any closing remarks?
4: I don't have any closing remarks.
3: I just um have a question or kind of like a request from Miss Lydia. Sure uh, we didn't speak on men.- mm-hmm. I have a hard time convincing men that we're okay. You can come to us, you know <laughs> you yes. can come to me. So can you help these men out there that's listening, you know, because we are about women, but also men help them, you know, with it's okay to come, you know, to
4: miss Lydia. Well, you know what, Karen, you know, what's interesting. And this goes back again to childhood. It's, it's interesting how most men are raised right to be the tough guy, to be the man of the house. Well, anyways, from where I come from, which is Eastern Europe, but mostly if you look at society, we're all supposed to fit in certain boxes right and that's why I feel I don't blame men or women right like because we're all shaped into something so sometimes for men um, it's harder maybe to own something or to even be vulnerable and open up because as a boy they're taught to be a certain way and now that if they're experiencing these emotions right and I talked about this on one of my Instagram lives like it's, it's a challenging time because they're supposed to be this tough guy, right? But being vulnerable is actually a strength. And acknowledging and soaking in, like going processing your emotions is actually a strength. So that's why I find some men have a challenge because of that. Or the ego kicks in or they, they just build a defense mechanism. So again, I don't like to force anyone into anything. I'm more than happy to help men and women. But like I said, I don't blame certain men because they are... Shaped into that, so you know they can just reflect on that and think about it. And when they're ready to reach out, they can reach out to any of us, whoever is the right fit, right? So that's what I would say as final words for men.
1: Wow, it's funny you say that because my oldest son he thinks that men don't cry, they have to be tough and strong. Exactly. And I'm like, I didn't raise him like that, <laughs> I'm telling you, but you know after talking to him it, okay his dad said that you know tough your guys are strong and tough and they don't cry and all that and don't be a wimp and i'm like okay i knew it didn't come from me <laughs>
4: <laughs> but it's true it's all yeah. those
3: surroundings but i do i really i really enjoyed this conversation today um i learned mm-hmm. a lot you know and now i know miss lydia like is it did i say it right look at you. Okay. <laughs> I, I will destroy a name. <laughs> I'm just, Don't I'm just, worry about it. Lydia good. <laughs> so, yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation. And, and, and guys, you know, um, contact her and see if you guys are a great fit. Yes. Yeah.
4: I loved it as well. It was great. Yes.
1: All right, guys. Um, tune back in next Thursday on Thrive Talk with TKT. See you then.
2: Thank you for listening to Thrive Talk with TKT, where Dr. Tracy Lashley, Miss Karen Hines, AKA Coach K and Mrs. Tiffany Myers speak on, and two leaders, influencers and motivators who share journeys in personal and professional growth, teamwork, business tips, life lessons, and the mindset for success to elevate their life. Follow the ladies on all social media platforms at at B-O-S-S-D-U-P-L-E-A-D H-E-R-Z and visit www.bossdupleadherz.org. Remember to always walk in your purpose and eliminate self-doubt.